0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.
1: You can't tell jokes like you used to. And thank God for that, says the author and columnist Seamus O'Reilly in his recent article for the Irish Examiner. Recently, this very thing, of course, has been all over the media as we spoke to presenter Emer O'Neill last week about her experience at a Tommy Tiernan gig where she left. Uh, She walked out after a joke that she found offensive and it got us thinking, if there should be limits... And if that's a good thing when it comes to comedy or a bad thing, Uh, I'm joined now by comedian and co-founder of Zoom Party, Steve Cummins, an author and columnist with the Irish Examiner, Seamus O'Reilly. Seamus, I've come to you first. You think it's a good thing if if comedy kind of checks itself?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing, but it's also just a normal thing that happens in every other aspect of society. And I think the sort of hysteria that's whipped up about how cancel culture or awokeness or whatever is trampling is, is down on, on people's freedoms is an overreaction because it's been happening ever since people got on stage and said things in front of people some people haven't liked it and have said so and I think um, it's it's been blown up I think into.
1: So you don't think self-censorship is as much of an issue as perhaps we're, we're now hearing? Let me bring in Steve Cummins. Steve do you agree?
2: Uh, well, I do and I don't. Um, uh, self-censorship, I mean, when we're on I think comedy is the only art form where there's immediate reaction to what you say. You know, if I'm making an album or I write a book or I write a column or whatever, um, it gets printed or it gets, you know, created or what have you, and then it goes out into the world. Whereas if I'm on stage, if I say something that offends or that's truly awful... I will get an immediate and instant reaction. So comedians, we've been self-censoring for years because we have to know, there has been a huge shift in comedy and it's a good thing. There's been a huge shift in that comedy used to be you punched any direction you wanted, you know, and now at least people have realized stop punching down, punch up, you know, don't make fun. Like I've seen, I've been, I've been a huge comedy fan obviously for years. So I was there for the birth of say what was called then alternative comedy which was basically an answer to some of the horrendous like racist and homophobic and misogynist jokes that were just That was, uh, people's that was, the, that was everyone all the time was doing it. So then what happened was the the new breed of comedians coming up against Thatcher and politics and what have you. And they were right on, or well, that's what they were called. Yeah. Basically because... The Ben no Elton's, accepted, the, the
1: Harry Enfield's, exactly. all of those things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they no longer accepted racism and homophobia. And that was a brilliant step forward. But then... They still accept so much more like, you know, fat phobia or misogyny or whatever. You're still allowed. You're still allowed to make kind of fun. And are, are, are both campaigns. of you then saying
1: that we should move? What about the likes of, of I'll bring you back in shame. It's the likes of Ricky Gervais or Dave Chappelle, who 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 both have have unapologetically had sets that uh, certainly offend some people or, or possibly are even designed to, to offend f- some people for all I know. And they say they're not going to change. If you don't like them, jog on.
0: Um, I mean that's obviously their prerogative. Um, I also think that them claiming censorship is quite (laughs) ironic considering I think they're both in multi-million, multi-tens of million deals for Netflix so they're on a perch where I suppose they don't really have to change stuff. I think the thing they don't really uh, engage with when people criticise their work, speaking specifically about Chappelle and Gervais, is that in both of their cases specifically it's uh, transphobia that they've been accused of. And that material is universally awful. <laughs> because I, so I think, in fairness, Ricky shots. Gervais
1: has been accused of all sorts of phobias. Actually, I think he's That's been accused of, of. You know, I'm just applying a bit of balance. I don't think it's. I don't think it's solely that that he's been accused of.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, and I think Chappelle as well, because they do have, you know, they have edgy material. But the stuff that has really surfaced in the last two or three specials, I think that most people are talking about, uh, would be those issues. And I think that, you know, they can do that because obviously they're not going to lose any money or any sleep over that. And that's fine. No one's saying they have to be arrested or put in prison. But we will criticise, obviously, because in common with every other thing that's ever been done on a stage or any other piece of art that's ever been put out there, people are going to have, you know, shifting ideas about what's acceptable. But, or what's
1: well, that's exactly, cool, exactly what I wanted to ask you. And just and, and I'm, I'm not putting Tommy Tiernan in, in the stocks here at all but the Tommy Tiernan issue last week um, Emer O'Neill presenter uh, on RTE she was offended she's a person of colour she was offended about a, a joke he made about, about African taxi drivers uh, and, and she left in that same set he made a joke about comparing nuns to penguins now it's probably arguable that devout Catholics might have been offended by that, but no one seems to care about that group anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm not suggest like who decides? Do you know what I mean? These things strike me as 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 being partly fashionable. As in, Absolutely. there are certain there are certain uh, calls celebs that we're all allowed, uh, and racism and transphobia. And I'm not saying those things are good things, by the way. But I'm saying other other things. We kind of go, oh, we don't mind jokes about those. Like who's like who who gets who are the arbiters of this?
0: Well, I mean, I think structurally, uh, what Steve said earlier about punching up and down is is a really, really good point because um, I don't think you could possibly contrive an idea that black people or people of African descent in Ireland are on the same social status as sort of the established Catholic Church which has been in charge for you know hundreds and hundreds of years I don't think, I think nuns are a very elevated. I
1: think in fairness now it would be hard to s- describe that the, the elderly population of nuns as a particularly exalted group
2: Check your privilege I you don't think sure. so
1: yeah, I, I don't really think so. <laughs> you don't Steve, think so. I don't really, to be honest. But but and, and I'm. By the way, I'm not a Catholic, so I don't I don't give a monkey's about any of it, to be honest. But but my point is, I'm I'm I, I don't know who gets to make up the rules, and that concerns me a little bit. Steve, what what, what do you say to that? Like that, like one person's offence is another person's joke, and well, and, and those things right, are movable feasts.
2: Well, exactly. And the thing is, at the end of the day, no one gets to decide. Like, actually, how. Who decides a comedian's career is the audience in total? So, for example, you have you know say Gervaise or Chapelle doing stuff that people are calling transphobic, and that's you know there's a big kind of outcry about that. but they're selling out arenas right across the earth. So for every person that finds say one particular part of their material offensive, there's ten thousand other people in the arena who think it's amazing. So, you know, we are completely like no one person, as I mean, we think we'd all freely accept freedom of speech is freedom of speech and it has to be right across the board. Right. So the point is, with comedy, is that I can't just go on stage and just spout hateful yeah. rhetoric and get away with it. I have to be funny. Yeah. And I have to be no, funny no, without being and, and, offensive.
1: And Look, we're going to throw this open to our listeners and ask them what they think. But I do appreciate both of you coming on and having the conversation. I think it's probably an important one as well. That is comedian and co-founder of ZoomParty.ie, Steve Cummins, an author and columnist with the Irish Examiner, Seamus O'Reilly. Let us know what you think about the censorship of comedy. Of course, Jane, there's always been the thing that sometimes things are funny because they're not supposed to be. That yeah, we, we laugh because we, we know it's a bit I, I risqué or absolutely. boring. Um, or, 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 um, or, you know, we laugh
0: when we because we yes. know we shouldn't. I thought that's you hit the nail. I
1: thought your question, comedy. though, Kira, hit the nail on the head. Who decides? Who's the arbiter of what's acceptable? And
0: that's where I think the worry is.
1: Yeah. Let us know. 53106 at a cost, thirty cent. Love to hear from you
0: this morning here in Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with air. Weekday mornings at seven. On News Talk.